welcome to Las Doctoras podcast, featuring your favorite profas bringing women and gender studies topics out of the university and onto the kitchen table. I'm Christina, Chicana, Panay, queer, Sha, Aya, traveler, Earth, Mama, Bruja. I'm Renee, Mexicana, Tejana, Chicana, she, her, ella, mama, bruja, scholar, and scribe. Together, we are the academic and word brujas creating revolutionary spaces outside the walls of the ivory tower to cast spells, read the ancient texts, and tell our sacred stories. We make this magic as an offering to our ancestors, to those who will come after us, and for the change we wish to see in the world. Salud! Welcome. Hi. <laughs> so we're here. It's been such a minute. Oh, this feels so good. We've been in this, I feel like, twilight zone of sorts. Or I have this totally, transition. Totally a twilight zone. Um, let's see. Get closer. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that mm-hmm. you're as close to the mic as you can be without it being weird. Okay, yes. <laughs> All right. Hi. Hi, we're here. Um, episode fifty nine. Oh gosh, that's great. Yeah, for sure, it's episode fifty nine. Wow. Does that mean we start with sixty for the new for the new season? Dang. Yeah, that's good. I think that by the time this airs, too, we'll have already made the announcement. It's like Doña status for like episodes. <laughs> I guess. Something like I that. love Doña status. No, uh, Senora, right? Yeah, Senora. Um, yeah, so I think this is going to come out August, September sometime, and um, we'll be in a holiday. Definitely, and prepping for fall. Yeah. Um, and we'll have already announced my new podcast. Yes, it's very exciting. <laughs> do you want to mention it here? Yeah, I think I so, because I, I think, think by the time it comes out. Let's do like out. a catch up. Let's do this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we it. end of the school year. <laughs> yes, end of the school year. Um, this is my first kind of end of the school year, I want to say, you know, because I'm a first grader. Before true. this, everything was different. You, you got this down somehow. I've, I've had many. I am impressed end of the school years. because there's all these end of the school year things. There's a whole energy of the last week that I'm not, I, I've yeah. forgotten about. Yeah, totally. And then there is like all the feelings <laughs> that our children yeah, have. I know that last week was pretty As rough. The they were semester like- ends. Yeah. I think they were um, anxious, anticipating, like, let's just get to the summer already. Like, <laughs> Right. But then they're like, it's like bittersweet because they don't want to say goodbye. There's just mm-hmm. so many mixed emotions. Um, yeah. But we survived end of the school year. Yeah, end of the school year. Um, and then I think we took, like, a really nice week off. Like, you and I didn't even – I mean, we were still texting. and It wasn't, like, <laughs> deliberate. I mean, I think normally we kind of plan those things. Um, and this time yeah. we were both just, like – we just needed time. We just I see need... you over there. Yeah. We were like, mm-hmm. we were just tired. Um, but now we're getting back into the swing of things. Um, I'm like, what else? What else can we catch up on? Oh, well, I mean, oh, we're, well, st- you know, we're in the middle of our, you know, sanctuary or last actora sanctuary yes. and our um, writing workshops within that. And that yeah. feels... So if Great. you haven't already signed up, you can. There's La, still time. It's, it's a rolling, rolling sign up, you know. Slash sanctuary. And you can, yeah, join for $20 a month. Yeah. And you get access to uh, seasonal workshops, our workshop archive. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think we're also going to be announcing very soon. Um, that's what we got to work on, by the way. <laughs> the logistics. Yes. <laughs> We're trying to host an in-person event. Oh, we do. We do have to talk about that. Yeah. Yes. So, um, we're really hoping that that's going to work out. Um. With some fun Thor prizes. No, I wouldn't consider those. Some, some. Merch. S- sacred merchandise coming Sa- ooh, your way. sacred merchandise. I love that. So, yeah. So, we've got some things in store. I'm also starting a new podcast. Yes. Just celebrating that. Um, I'm excited for that. Um, I, yeah, it's a feminist pop culture podcast. 
um, doing all the things I love, being a feminist and talking about pop culture. Totally, yes. <laughs> Bringing all those things together. So, yeah, so I'm excited about that. I mean, this is what you got your degree totally. in. This is who you – I mean, this is like a – this is your whimsy. This is like your joy, you know, yeah. and I love um, – And I'm really trying to – I think I think you and I have been trying to do that too, and I think this is an extension of that. Is really just doing things from a place of joy. I yeah. think sometimes when we like even this our podcast, we yeah. started it for, totally from a place of joy, and yeah. then I think over the seasons, yes. <laughs> it's been kind of like um, it or different facets of of our business have become work. Yeah. And, and certain things, like even the podcast, right? We still have to do so many behind the scenes logistics, yeah. you know, with the podcast. And so it does, there is some sense of like work and labor to it. And so it can sometimes take away the joy. And so we really, you know, make, are trying to make, um, be intentional about mm -hmm. leaning into the joy a lot more. Pause, consider like is the exchange of energy, is it coming back in a way that's very fulfilling? Yeah. And so, I mean, I think. That's why we continue to do the podcast because it does do that. But there is yeah. like a yeah a so cause of how can it be done from that place. Yeah, and I think and separating from any kind of like outcome too, right? Yeah. I think we've really learned our lesson. Yeah, with with that, and and I think that's what I um want to mm -hmm. do with this podcast is really just mm -hmm. say like you know, I think last year, last summer, right. I had a really tough summer mm. mentally, right. Mental health wise. And I feel mm. much better, but I, I'm like, and I'm also going to be 41 soon. And, um, may, not maybe a little bit of Just a, in the <laughs> my prices, like, what do I, you know, what do I do? When, well, you know what? It was also born out of being rejected yeah. from job after job after job. Mm. And it's just, it's been really frustrating. And so I'm like, you know, when people talk about, oh, God, or the universe, you know, has other plans for you. And I'm like, okay, well, what the fuck are those plans? Mm -hmm. <laughs> can you, can you mm -hmm. kill me in? And mm -hmm. so I'm really just trying to follow. That's like a nonviolent communication <laughs> moment there. You're like, well, give me the money then, you know? Yeah, like, right. <laughs> and it's like, how do we, so I'm trying to just follow my intuition and, and say like, okay, what is it? What is it that brings me joy? And yeah. so I'm really trying to do this podcast from that place of joy, right? Like, because immediately I was like, oh, my God, and I got to do this and I got to do this. And I'm like, oh, let yeah. me just slow down slow. and let me just allow me to just be me and yeah. do that, you know. Well, I just want to share, you know, pop culture is something that this is uh, I tend to try to, like, stay away from, you know. I mean, I had a whole time in high school where I missed at Tupac and I, I don't, I didn't know who, you know, like I, I just totally like from, I don't know, 96 to 2002, whatever. I just didn't watch or listen to anything. Yeah. Um, and I have those monkish or whatever. They're very Virgo, aren't they? They're like something like who says this? And at the same time, it's been our relationship and your wisdom, your dissertation, yeah. this critical media lens that I think has empowered me to step in and just take what I want. <laughs> Yeah. And and leave the rest, you know, but and I appreciate all the dialogue. I appreciate it too, particularly in raising children who I know so much media is in their in their world and mm -hmm. coming to them. Um so I can I can just say I'm so much celebrating you doing this podcast and um giving other people these tools that I think that you have enabled, you know, and passed on to me. Yeah. And I think that that's, you're right. That is what my dissertation <laughs> was about. Yeah. Um, and I think it's like, um, I don't know, like, I think, yeah, that critical, that critical media literacy, mm -hmm. I think because I, oh, so I remember watching 90210, right? And I was pretty young when 90210 was out. You must have been. Yeah. And I remember my mom, like we were watching it and she would be Not like- Not the college years. No. It was like early years. 90210. I read the books. Oh God. And I remember her being very cognizant of like what I would watch and she would watch it with me and- always like having a conversation and be like, you know, that's not real or that's not like, she was a filter for me. I think Go when I would watch things and I think it helped me have a healthy relationship with pop culture where I didn't yeah. 
buy into certain things you know mm-hmm. I was able to mm-hmm. kind of be like okay that's that and this is me and not to say that I didn't it didn't have any impact on me because that's obviously you know but I think that um there was also a time when I loved my love of pop culture was always positioned as this like silly frivolous thing right like oh you oh like when I was a journalism undergrad and they asked me I talked about this in in my introductory episode but like they would say oh well what kind of journalism are you gonna get into and I was like oh like fashion and entertainment and it was always like oh like not news and not politics which ironically now right like (laughs) that is my life is is you know news and politics I don't think that's ironic (laughs) I mean I think that's heavy like people you know T- giving you a sense of where the power is at, you know, and you you did it to survive, and now you are reclaiming some things, and you love exactly from a place of like, and even in in my grad school, I did write about like media and pop culture, and there was always this like, well, what is, you know, because other people were writing about like prison industrial complex, you know, I was in an ethnic studies department, so we're talking about like yeah. very serious, heavy things, and I'm like, and I'm gonna talk about you know TV and film, and it, it just I always felt like I was just talking about something so silly. And I think I always argued that, um, and many scholars before me, right? I wasn't the first scholar to argue. Neocolonialism. Yeah, many scholars will Mm -hmm. argue that pop culture is is actually really important for us to look at and to understand its impact on us. Because if we're going to talk about social justice and talk about like pushing back against systems, you know, media is the is the main method of communication to perpetuate like all these systems of yeah. oppression. And so anyway, I mean, yeah, I don't need to read you my introduction to my dissertation. <laughs> I'm just also thinking like this is nationally and internationally. I think about all oh, the yeah. travels I've done and um, how much Hollywood and, um, the, you know, the things yeah, that we watch. the impact that it has that for sure. Anyways, so, so yes. So not definitely reclaiming and saying it. like I love it and we can love something and critique it and, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes we just need to just, yeah have fun around it and 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 still be critical and anyway so, so that's people look out for tell me the title again feminista la feminista chismosa oh i love it <laughs> yes and shout out to all those who yes salisa who yeah, yeah. i i brainstormed with her and yeah. she was really Ooh, helpful super powerful but i think that actually gives us yes. a, a segue into what we want to talk about today because <clears throat> speaking of <throat> pop culture <clears throat> so i think it's really interesting people different uh like kinds of tv shows that people like to watch right yeah and i think a big genre is true crime stories right people always talk about like yeah it's, they enjoy what which is weird to me because i can't stand true crime because it gives me so much anxiety what's like a true crime that'd be like numbers and um like sherlock like I think all these yeah. shows I like but to watch. But Sherlock is still fictional, right? Yeah. True crime is like it's always oh, these like it actually happens. Yes. Like, oh man, that's like so these hard documentaries for me. about women who were killed and like, and that yeah. just that <laughs> does not help me. Oh, like that hill, whatever hill song one I watched. I told you about. So it. so I don't like true crime, but I do love me. A good cult documentary. Yeah, that's true. You, you've admitted that. Before. I think that's yeah. different than true crime. I think true crime is about like bloody murder and usually misogynistic and you know like all kinds of crazy uh, shit. Yeah. And cult movies, um, cults or documentaries about cults or documentaries about like con men. Yeah, I really enjoy because often it's you see this rich white man. Yeah. get his like come up in yeah right like you're like oh yes, yes they finally yes. get the shit that they deserve yes. for being assholes and being you he know con men right? con men or white being cult men. leaders yeah, yeah for uh-huh. sure for so sure, yeah. those kind of movies those kind of documentaries fascinate me women with white privilege basically they could have like you know they could have that colored privilege in their community or class privilege or class right privilege, yeah because yeah. there's so that so i've gone down the rabbit hole of all the cult documentaries okay tell, will you will you res, tell me like what so, so hillsong yeah. is definitely one of them and uh-huh. there's different <clears throat> documentaries about the hillsong oh, okay cult sure, sure. um i think there's at least two or three i've seen two of them for oh, sure wow. yeah then there's luz del mundo mm-hmm. which is um Ooh. a cult uh, and these are all christian-based cults by the way oh yes like let's be clear it's not like they were talking about some weird you know shit 
So Christian and that's, Bale, and that's that's your particular interest. Well, too. so there's another, I mean that's my particular yes. interest. There's also Nexium. So Nexium is oh, yeah. have you heard that one? I've heard of it. Yeah. So that one's not necessarily Christian based, but it's definitely like alternative spirituality. I heard about new that. age kind of yeah. stuff. People, some of the people invited me into it. I had to look it up. Did you written serious? Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, a lot of things like that actually. I mean, that, that's why. But I liked up the Hillsong documentary. You know, yeah. So, I mean, and and like we I, can talk about like, and then what was the other one? So Hillsong. Oh, and then recently I watched the Duggars. Yes. Right. So and that was like a conservative Christian. Born yeah. Again. It was. I forgot the name of it. They had. It was some. It was some. Again, these are all Christian based in that they create their own churches, right? Yeah. And some of them end up being like mega churches like yeah. Hillsong. Yeah. I think the Duggars was not necessarily like a mega church, but it was very much Christian based yeah. that love that then take it to like it's like fundamentalism. Yes, right? yes, yes. But I like that delineating between it's not like an Islamic cult or a Judeo cult or even like a Hindu or Buddhist. Like it's, yeah. it's particularly the lineage of Christianity, right? Like, And, and I think mm -hmm. why it is, why Christianity lends itself to cult-like behavior mm. is because of the whiteness. Mm. Or at, at least it's ties to white supremacy because mm -hmm. truthfully mm -hmm. we can separate Christian doctrine mm -hmm. as in the story of Jesus and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. At least in my practice of spirituality, mm -hmm. I've separated Jesus from Christianity, right? Like mm. per se. Yeah. That's a, it's a much more nuanced conversation. I love it. I because. We're basically blaming Constantine or something like that. We're going back to the originals, the guy, the Roman guy who made Christianity. Yeah, well, everywhere. I like, remember you know, in, in Catholic school, we would learn about Christianity different from Catholicism in terms of how it oh. broke off from Catholic, like Protestantism. Yeah. They didn't want to follow the Roman Catholic Church. Yes, yes. So all of this. So that's, you know, that was the extent of my like studying yeah. of it when I was in Catholic school. I mean, I remember <laughs> charts of like the Roman Catholic, and then you would see all the different sects of oh, I love of, it of Christian, you did know, Protestant. Did it take you to the Orthodox Church at all? Did it go I that way? I don't know. I can't remember. I just remember thinking, you know, like where did like Protestants and when yeah, you know, like where did they yeah. broke away and why did they break away and then yeah. how they became whatever and and actually, I mean, I think it's pretty good history. I don't think actually like Catholic church get that history until they at least I won't say across the board, but I clearly remember a priest uh -huh. teacher of mine uh -huh. saying that Mormonism is a cult. Oh. <laughs> so I think there was this idea, just like you growing up Christian and we're saying like Catholicism was like bad. Yeah. Right. I think similarly we said, oh, these other practices of Christianity are not the real thing oh, because totally. they don't follow the Roman Catholic yes. Church. Yes. Anyway, yes. so cult documentaries, um, and and I, I was telling you the other day that I was watching this one on the Duggars. So the Duggars are the 19 kids and counting. And I think it's, and it's the, present, right? It's happening now. Well, yeah. In the last few years, I think, I don't know if it's the oldest brother or one of the oldest brothers got accused of um, mm. sexual molestation mm. by other women, but also from his sisters, like two of his own sisters. Yeah. And, um, and so, and so there was this kind of story out there and so I watched it and I, in watching it, anytime I watch a documentary about Christian cults, it makes me think of you. <laughs> I, I, I want to put a qualifier here that I can't watch these that much. I, I think cause it is a little too close to home, you know, um, different and it helps sometimes, um. but particularly watching it, I read a lot of these actually yeah. a little yeah. bit more cause then I can like fast forward to the parts that I don't want to see <laughs> here. Yeah. But I appreciate you in my life um, and the people who have been in my life to name some of these And we can things. like debrief and be like, yes. yeah, I was what? And, and I love talking about this from a philosophical perspective as well as a, like a personal one. So I am yeah. grateful for this conversation because I think as you all see, you know, we expand this conversation to include so much, so yeah, much. Yeah, I mean, it's, well, anytime I watch <clears> – <throat> cult documentaries there's themes okay yeah the themes are um capitalism right oftentimes so much yeah. of a church's intentions or goals are so wrapped up in money and capitalism so i think yeah. this is where we can't separate 
you know, yeah, white supremacy from capitalism and you know, and Christianity, right? And commodifying like, of people's bodies to sell in commodifying many of different people's ways. faith, Ooh. spirituality. Their, um, you yeah. know, they would even, you know, because there's always this talk about the afterlife, and you know, there. Yeah, I don't know. There's just, yeah, and so there's that, right? So there's this theme of capitalism. There's a the theme yeah. of white men, yeah, or men. And sexual violence. Men in association with whiteness. Yes. Yeah. And sexual violence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think those are always mm-hmm. it 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 follows this very similar mm-hmm. pattern, right? This white man emerges and creates this church. Mm-hmm. He gains all of these followers, makes millions and millions of dollars, and mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. turns out he's been, you know, yeah, a, a, a sexual predator the entire time. Yeah, yeah. Comes up in power somehow. You know, it could be money, but there's other ones where it's like I'm thinking about that w- movie, Women Talking, which I watched mm. part of, but not all of. But like, just like how power is gained by using those strategies, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, I think I get curious about watching them because I'm curious of how, and we talked about this the other day. Yeah. Like, how do people get yeah. sucked into cults? Yeah. <clears throat> and I don't, I, you know, I don't want to victim blame, <laughs> right? But I think yeah. as I've been, Hillsong, what Hillsong and Luz del Mundo um, really kind of shone a light at the very beginning. On something I remember. Um, yeah, I love it when they're like, it was just so powerful. Like there was oh, yeah. all this music and there was all this like there was so diversity, many people, so much diversity, right? But not on the that's a, well, yeah, right? That's them, huh? Diversity in the congregation, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like that person was speaking directly to me, right? Yeah. Like. Or I was having such a hard time in my life, and yes. this was a place of refuge, and right? this is where I was like, oh, this sounds like trafficking, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Which was such a good Say that again. Just a, just a big realization for me. Like, no, I mean, not. I think, I think I've already uh, known that. But to say it, like, out loud in such a strong way, like, oh, that's how traffickers work. They, you know... Um, Again, usually someone of male privilege, usually in their association with whiteness, will seek out, you know, someone who is having a hard time, doesn't yeah. fit in, is marginalized, um, yeah. is vulnerable. And um, and that's what they do. I think from a within Christianity or in the, the places I can imagine the language I heard growing up and I've seen these documentaries, it's like we're seeking like the poor and the suffering. Like we are, you know, it's um, – well, it's the white savior oh, yeah. mentality, yeah, yeah. right? It's the, I have yeah. the key to true <sighs> salvation, yes. freedom, yeah. uh, you know, eternal life, right? Mm-hmm. Like I have the key and all you mm-hmm. have to do is A, B, and C and you will get this thing, right? You will, you will have salvation. So it's, it's the, like, I'm here to save you. I'm doing this for your own good. God spoke to me. Oh, (laughs) I have divine authority. Oh, God said I should, you know, bring you in, but not just Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. If you don't. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Because that's the that's the binary binary uh-huh. yeah. idea, right? It's not just like if you do this, you'll get you know heaven on earth or whatever. It's but if you don't do this, yeah, you will suffer, yeah, for the rest. And and I think yeah. like you said, it, it, because trafficking is like you said the it preys on those who are most vulnerable. Yeah, and those who are most vulnerable are experiencing suffering. Yeah, so they want a way out of that suffering. Yeah, and then if you say it could be worse, mm. yeah, like how how many of us have experienced yeah mental health crises like I did last summer? Yeah, mm-hmm. I would have fucking done anything to not feel like that. Yeah, yeah. right. So you no, know, no, there's no come to Jesus moment. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, think there was a come to yourself, and so I mean, this is this. Yes. Is a, Yes, it was this definitely it, come yeah. to myself. Uh, so that, so I'm always curious when I watch this, like, who gets sucked in? And I think that there's a vulnerability. Yeah, who is – so then who's vulnerable, right? And you see a lot of them are – I mean, yes, of course, because they're so white-centered, so a lot of them are going to be white people. Mm-hmm. But in Hillsong and in Luz del Mundo, they were primarily people of color yeah. who, again, are already kind of – and poor people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were – I think it was the Hillsong documentary where they talked about – 
how people couldn't afford rents, but they would give their tithing. Totally. Yeah. You know, they would. And, Mm -hmm. and, oh, and I think in the Duggars one too, that tithing had to be 10% of your, like across, I was like, what the fuck? I'm just thinking I want to totally like aside here. I'm thinking of my abuelos a lot right now. And I'm thinking because they, they never, you know, I, I would witness to them. You know, I would try to convert them from Catholicism to Christianity. <laughs> I would do a bunch of things. And I, I have a poly, you know, we've, we've reconciled that in our lives. But um, when it came to 10%, they were like, you give that to your family first. You know, like they were so strong. Your grandparents. Mm-hmm. About in response to maybe growing up in a world where, I don't know, but I just remember hearing very like clearly from them. And I love this about them, you know, like family comes first, you know, and as opposed to within like within Protestantism um, or evangelical Christianity. And then when I grew up, it was uh, church first. Your church first, right? Family is second. Um, Family is a part of the church, you know. So like Mm -hmm. I was telling you. Mm -hmm. When I was watching the Duggars one particularly, because you know now I've seen them all, so I like have How this long is it? culmination. So um, it's a few episodes, I think, like two oh, or three okay, episodes. Okay. And that these tactics of saying church first, not family, yeah, or purity culture, yeah, um, and then sexual violence is not—I told you this, right—is not a product of these things. Yeah, it's the goal. It's intentional. Yeah. Luz del Mundo was the same way. So Luz del Mundo was three generations of men who were supposedly prophets. And mm. um, um, and all of them were, you know, sexual predators. And again, it was and, – and, and because so much of the rhetoric around womanhood was modesty yeah. and submissiveness mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. purity culture, right? Yeah. All of this stuff. And – and so, and then the same thing is happening. I, I, yeah. I, ca- I can't, I can't, but conclude yeah. that it is no longer like, oh, you know, sexual violence is a product of cults. No, sexual violence is the goal. So this is so cult. interesting. It makes me think of, you know, they're, they're the people of power in these cult-like spaces and, you know, um, will say like, oh, if you don't do this, you will be punished. And they are the punisher, kind of. Oh, yeah. Right? That's it. And that could be both for, like, money, right? Like, any kind of, like, power, but also the, their sexual autonomy, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you don't cover everything or it's not even – sometimes they're not covering. It's just way of being or if it's yeah. whatever, then you they, – they are the punisher, you know? And, and it's – but it's also, like, their world is bu- built upon it. It's built upon this system. So as thinking like the ideal has been like to be free of all these things, to have all these perfect people, but actually people in power stay in power because of like no one is ideal, right? No one is perfect. (laughs) Well, I mean, yes. So let me go with that and then I have two other points, but – no one is perfect, which yeah. actually we're going to be doing a workshop later today. I know. Talking I know. about La Virgen. And yeah. I always talk about it in that totally. way, how she she cre- she becomes, you know, the virgin mother, which creates this un-attainable yeah. like, idea of perfection, right? We yes. somehow have to have kids and be a virgin, like, yeah. which is, you know, traditionally, yes, we know science and technology yeah. and all that stuff is different now, but there's this idea, of, at least within Catholicism and Christianity, yeah. you somehow, somehow have to be virginous and have children. And that's, you know, that's yes, your, your sole yes, goal. Yes. Which I think gets to my other point about victim blaming. Yeah. Right? yeah. But it's so much, so it's not just like, if you don't do this, I will punish you. But if you don't do this and you suffer consequences, you only it's have your yourself fault. to blame. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So if you're um a virgin but have children it's like your fault you know like yeah if you didn't cover up yeah uh-huh. and a man because and uh-huh. in that in that duggars one they the church was very clear that men are just sexual beings and it's your responsibility yeah. to cover up yeah. so that they don't get tempted yes so that if they get tempted to do something yes. It's your fault. Again, how is that not setting the stage for sexual violence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how is that not done yeah. with the 
purposeful yes. intention of yes sex like you know yes. sexual assault like yes. these men in power are setting are creating the rules so that when yeah. they then do these things they're like well we told you yeah and i i think it comes back to um if you're not perfect in this case like a woman virginal in this case virgin means you don't want to have sex. You never had yeah. sex. No sexuality. Yeah. No sexual well, even desire. Even though I think the word virgin means like self-autonomous. We'll go back to that definition at some <laughs> other time. But like um, if you don't do those things, then you are basically an – you go from subject. If you ever oh, were a mm -hmm. subject in a system like that, a patriarchal you know, system to an object. Oh, yeah. You know? And Completely. so – and that's what I think mentally allows – and that, I mean – so it makes me think this, well, when t people talk about race as a social construct and the idea that race was a concept created in order to justify indigenous genocide and African same. slavery. Yeah. So too was purity culture created in order oh, to justify oh, sexual violence. Oh, 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 yes, yes. <laughs> That's a yes, whole dissertation yes, right yes, there. Yes, yes, that is it. Oh my God, yes. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Um. So I wanted to mention the other documentary I watched was about FLDM. So the fundamental, it's the fundamental Mormon church. Yes. Right. I think it was fun. Uh, what is it? Mm -hmm. Church of Latter-day Saints. Yes. Right. Uh -huh. And so it's the fundamental church of Latter-day Saints. I didn't watch that. I do listen to the Book of Mormon quite often. So I hope I have a <laughs> I've good never, sense of it. Oh, yeah. I've never. Um, but so that was another documentary that was really yeah. interesting coming from Mormonism. And um, and the fundamental ones. So the like fundamental. The and ones that are really aggressive. Aggressive. And so that one was a case of the leader of the fundamentalist church um, had a commune. Yeah. And he had all these young yeah. women. Yeah. And he would, I mean, yeah. trigger warning. Oh, yeah. You know, mention of yeah. sexual assaults, blatant, but descriptive. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, he had like a room. Yeah. Where he would, you know, yeah, perform like, and that it was somehow part of this uh, ritual, like, and mm -hmm. and that that it was God. Yes, this was God's will because he was God's divine authority. Yeah. He was creating these future, uh, the future laborers for the Mormon yeah. Church, and he was creating probably like planets in heaven or something like that. I don't know. Like, well, and then the Duggars. <laughs> the whole idea was that God said that you should have many kids so that yes. you can. It's kind of like they wanted to take over by a numbers, right? And then yeah. they can save more people if they have more kids. Yes. Like it was the and, weirdest and, stuff. And within both of those, you know, belief systems are that women's bodies are meant to birth children, and that's that's what only that's only yeah. what you know women's bodies are meant to do, or you know, yeah. bodies with uteruses. But um, dang, Renee, that is <laughs> so. You know where I love and want to take this conversation a little which is really is these are like extremes that we're talking about and sometimes I think these extremes can be used to justify normalizing like patriarchy sexual violence mm -hmm. in in many other ways uh, example when I watched Big Love right mm -hmm. which um, kind of showcases a normal family versus a fundamentalist Mormon family mm. and I wonder this is also within like maybe the Duggars or other cases when we hear about um, these families that whatever lock away their wives or you know um, or embezzle tons of money <laughs> you know or you know all these things like big popularity it somehow makes it somehow those same people of those same belief systems that do a normal life you know like can separate themselves oh, from the like totally uh, like we're like not people those who vote for kinds of christians people, like yeah. vote for trump like the neighbors that we have they're not those kinds of christians or those kind of you know whatever we can stick with in christianity because it feels more comfortable and known yeah. but like um we're i get the, it i get what you're saying we're the, the good ones yes. or you know um yeah, I've had neighbors say like, oh, we're the Christians that love gay people. We just don't want them to get married. You know, like we're not haters like that. <laughs> and then somehow it seems a lot better. They're able to distance themselves from those atrocities, right? But it's within the same worldview and paradigm, you know, and and this worldview and paradigm that, you know, uses people's bodies, you know, um, 
celebrates and lifts up people of whiteness and maleness and wealth. It's a part of America, U.S. culture, you know, like. It makes me think the gun issue when people talk about, uh, oh, it's not guns. It's what it's not. It's not the guns. It's the people with the guns. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we don't need to get rid of guns. Yeah. We just need to, like, yeah. you know, deal with the people who get the gun. Yeah. They don't even want to do that. But so but there's this notion like, oh, yes. um, what good guy with a gun, bad guy with a gun. Right. It's not guns are not totally. the issue. So they're saying Christianity. Yeah. Christian yeah. doctrine is not the issue. Yeah. These one-off isolated incidents people are the issue, not yeah. the actual doctrine itself. Yeah, yeah. And I think what we're saying is at the very least, we need to yeah. look at where yeah. the doctrine yeah. <laughs> creates problematic yeah. Yeah. people, right? It's not like people mm -hmm. are just born cult leaders. Mm -hmm. It's like Christianity mm -hmm. in the form that it's taken within the United States actually yeah. um yeah, kind of creates the the, the environment yeah. for cult leaders to emerge. It's like naming rape culture, right? Mm. It's like name, and I don't know how we're we're trying to name this as cult culture or something like that. Like it's, um, but it feels very similar to you know men saying like, yeah, I'm not a rapist. I'm not, I'm one of the good ones. Yeah, I'm a good guy. Yeah, it's like mm. or one of like the wealthy, like I. I'm one of the good ones, you know, like, I'm Bill Gates. <laughs> I'm a good I get billionaire. Back to, like, you know? Yeah. Um, when it's really um, a systemic issue and we're actually asking it for it to be addressed. And so I think what our conversation the other day went to was how do we live in a world like that? So how do we like on a daily, like interfacing with Instagram, if you're younger, Twitter, or if you're Renee. <laughs> if you're or TikTok, Twitter, right? Yeah, right. Like or TikTok, that's what I meant to or say like, anyways. Not, I don't know. There's all these new ones. Um, there's a lot of cult culture, basically. There's a lot of cult culture. And I think, well, I think you and I can speak directly to, you know, the, the communities that we're in, you know, if we look yeah. at like those who practice alternative spirituality, our brujas, mm -hmm. our curanderas, our mm -hmm. spiritualists, right? And because, mm -hmm. you know, we, I mean, anyone who knows us, we, you know, we love some astrology. We love all that. I know. And we have, I think, and I think we've said, kind of said this before, but we've been witness to, because we have experienced so much trauma yeah. and cult culture, yeah. and we're able to recognize yeah. it yeah. so easily yeah. that when we see yeah. it being used, yeah. even in these other spaces that yeah. are supposed to be the alternative, yeah. it's like, you know, so many people have been burned by Christianity and so they're like, fuck this. I want something else. And so they find alternative spirituality, but then they actually just end up um, reimagining that same relational dynamic, right? Because yeah. the relational dynamic yeah. in Christianity is I am the follower. Yeah. This divine yeah. person is I the leader. I offer you safety in exchange for your freedom, you know, like, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're, and because we're so trained, indoctrinated, dare I say, <laughs> to Brain, look for that person, look for that, like, where's yeah. the priest at? Where's the somebody who is going yeah. to save me and help me, yeah. you know, get out of this suffering? And so they'll, we, they'll seek that out again. They'll seek that out. And then, of course, there's those who, whether consciously or unconsciously, yeah. will take advantage of that, of that. Um, vulnerability or or even in their own um attempts at being spiritual leaders outside of a of a christian paradigm yeah will still bring that dynamic right that like you know um and so both mm -hmm. people in search of it and people who are mm -hmm. practicing right and and practicing leaders can sometimes emulate those cult-like dynamics outside oh. of you know, in our attempts to escape from Christianity. I mean, <laughs> it's so hard. I keep on saying they, but um, we do it all the time. You know, this is like, we are all kind of entrenched in this, like our whole life. Well, anytime you know? we romanticize somebody, right? Where yeah. we're like, oh my God, I, I love this person so much and they can do no wrong. And then shit comes out. 
it's so much easier to and see it from like, the outside oh, too. You're like, so heartbroken. see your amiga, and she's going to date someone who's just the same as the last guy. She, <laughs> and, you're like, and you don't want to be like, Ooh, don't do it, don't do yes, it. Yes, yes, exactly. We yeah. are in this abusive like uh, cycle, right? Where yeah. we're like, oh, that guy was an asshole. Oh, I met this new guy. He's so amazing, and then he turns out to be abusive. <laughs> And you're like, oh, yeah, um, that is such a good analogy. That's a perfect analogy. But the thing is, you know, I I'm recognizing in that analogy that, again, um, the goal isn't to find like the person, the perfect person. Right. Mm -hmm. The goal is to find someone who's willing to acknowledge and work on things and to even be kind of called in about it. Right. So it's like even these um, influencers and people, it's not like they're not like. We're not like, oh, you're gone. Yeah. You're going right. to hell or something, basically. <laughs> or like, right, right, right. We're more like, oh, you know, when it's a relationship that we want to build and we want to call people into well, that, you know? I think it has me thinking of Sylvia and, and she talks a lot about like, yeah. you don't want to. Sylvia Poreo. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. You don't want to give them, hand over your, your inner child, right? Yes. And so sometimes it's not even about mm -hmm. calling them in or calling them out because I don't think we're those people. We don't do that. Like, I don't think we have time for that. It's true. <laughs> time or energy. But I do think we can, mm -hmm. to each other, remind each other of like, oh, they're humans. Yeah. They're not going to, we don't have to agree with them on every single yeah. thing. And we can see mm -hmm. the red flags maybe that don't feel comfortable. And then mm -hmm. we can consciously decide mm -hmm. how we want to engage or not engage you know, and then, um, and, and so then we get to, I mean, I, I think that there's people who can do that, who can do the calling out or who can be like, Hey, maybe you should be a little aware of We're more like the people that people come to. They're like, what do you think about this person? We're like, well, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we're very diplomatic about it. We're like, well, you know, um, are you part of our, you know, I, yeah, yeah, but I think, I, I, I think, or the way I've always said it is like, look, I think, you know, I think people are human and they can be what they want to be. Here's my red flags. Yeah. And those are my red flags because of A, B, and C. Mm -hmm. You decide if those are red flags for you and yeah. you decide if that's, you know, how, how, you know, based on that. Right. Cause other people have told us things too. And we're like, ah, that's not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and so we get to feel empowered to say, yeah, this, this is my experience. These you know, I, I hear what you're saying, but he, you know, so I think it's just about like, I think it's just feeling empowered to make choices yeah. to see people in their full humanity, which I think you're getting at is like, how do we, if we know that it's very easily, to become part of a cult, yeah. it's very easily for some people in positions of power to to uh, become cult leaders because they know how to take advantage of vulnerable, pe yeah. of vulnerable people. Then how do we avoid being sucked into cults? And I think it's just how do we not give away our little girl? How do we? Yeah. How do we keep her? Right, like, yeah, because I think after so much, so many years of indoctrination to different varying levels, and this is like. There's extremes, like maybe mine is more extreme than yours, you know, <laughs> um, which thank you for that. Like, but how do we say, no, mija, like, yeah, like, let's come back to come back. Yeah. I got you. And, you know, I think I'm always trying to be like, how do I make sure that I'm not romanticizing somebody yeah. to the point where then I can get sucked into that? follower behavior mm -hmm. conversely because we have a platform oh, yeah. and we have people who love us to always yeah. just be really fucking transparent yeah. of like yeah. look this is who we are we are not perfect do not romanticize us <laughs> right like I think we just are that way <laughs> yeah. well I assume you know like we just you know we're what what did you I was Salisa again thank you again comadre what did she call this like so so beautifully imperfect. Oh, imper imperfectly, <laughs> right? Perfectly imperfect or something like that. And I'm like, which at first you're kind of like, huh? Yeah, <laughs> but then, yeah. And I think that that's, you know, and it's, again, it's not, I don't know. It's so hard because, yeah, it can, I can imagine how easily it can be when you get all of this mm -hmm. attention and, you know, mm -hmm. people saying, you know, things and, and it can get real easy to be like, oh, well, I'm going to, you know stand on this but like spider-man said or no uncle ben says to spider-man 
<laughs> with great power comes great responsibility. Sorry, y'all. I've been on a Spider-Man, you know, kick because my kids have watched every spider in the last like month. I don't know why, but they've been watching all the Spider-Man. So I love I've it. I love it. Spirit. Actually, I saw a meme. Uh, someone was saying like, oh, if you're going to date men. And I was like, what is this? You need to know about Marvel and Lord of the Rings. Oh, God. Or something and you have to choose. And I was like, I think this is like getting to know Renee. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny because I I don't know if I would have ever gotten it into it on my own. With children. Yeah. With children. And then, you know, because Tommy was more of that kind of person. And so he kind of. But I mean, and I enjoy it. I don't think it would have been something I would have came to on my own. But I want to say, I want to speak to one more thing, which I think we we tend to tell our friends too. Um, I feel like it's the opposite of the doctoral question. Should I get a doctorate? And we're like, well, it's abusive. (laughs) Maybe it's all this power. You should do it. When people are saying like, should I do this? And it's like, well, I think by not assimilating in some way to cult culture, life is more difficult. Like money doesn't. Ignorance is bliss. Come in. You know, people don't like us the same you know like but and we're okay with that and yeah I I think I do want to recognize um when and this is the same thing for like any kind of oh you want to read that book I totally I love that book but you know (laughs) suddenly I feel like it's an everyday story or some other like movie Uh where you're like this is gonna change your life (laughs) you know like and yeah um, and it will be for the better, but it, it will not be easy. Like this is not the, oh. is this like the red and blue pill? Are we totally talking about this right now? No, like, no, no. Yeah. So I remember when I first went to grad school in Chicano studies and reading Gloria Anzaldúa, Ana Castillo and mm-hmm. all their critiques of, uh, Catholic doctrine mm-hmm. and particularly the narratives around La Virgen yeah. and, you know, the, uh, you know, the uh, Catholic church's hand in colonialism. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, again, for somebody who went to 12 years of Catholic school and mm-hmm. actually had a good experience, mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, you did, there was things, you know, I could have done want, without, I but, gone to her but I think, I think I might've experienced those anywhere. Right. Because yeah. rape culture is rape culture is rape culture. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, so, so I, you know, I didn't have this negative relationship with Catholicism until <laughs> I was like learning about all this shit. And I was like, I remember there was this moment of like, what does this mean about my faith? What does this mean about these things that I've been told and have believed my whole Mm -hmm. life? And how do I make sense of that? And I think there was a a part of me that at some point I was like, well, I can't support this. Right. And so I had to reject it. And so there was a long time where I was like, you know, there was just this internal battle until I think I read another Ansaldúa where she taught, you know, and Castillo where they talk very specifically about the, um, the non-binary-ism of it all, right? That we get to take what feels good and leave what doesn't. We get to create something new. You know, there's this, this very specific yeah. language around, you know, Ansaldúa calls it the borderlands, right? And we embody yeah. this borderland and we get to Mm-hmm. kind of go between and that made sense to me and so then I was eight but this took years yeah. of me coming to this yeah. different place with where I could practice certain Catholic rituals uh-huh. without condoning mm-hmm. the Catholic Church which is why I say I can separate yeah Jesus doctrine from the stories of Jesus right so my yeah. kids know Jesus but they don't know mm the Ten Commandments, right? Like they don't know, right? Like these, these other things, right? Because, you know, anyway. And so I think, yeah, but it's like you said, it's hard because it's like the world you knew just was imploded. Yeah. Yeah. And now you have to like, Uh you know, figure out what you're going to, how you're going to move forward. And then like, we always come back to when we have kids, what are we passing on? to them what are we what are we giving to them like what what understanding of spirituality are we are we giving to them and given our own trauma (laughs) and given our awareness of cults you know and and cults i think can also be i'm gonna say this not just spirituality but politics right politics can be i mean i think trump is definitely Mm -hmm. a cult um 
I think money marketing schemes. Uh, totally, right? I think um because it's a cult culture. Oh, new new age. Mm -hmm. uh, like yoga, white yogis. Oh, talk about cults. <clears throat> I want to say, as you're talking about Chicana feminists, I wanted to give gratitude because I think before I met them, I was I trying. I love that you're like, before I met them. <laughs> Not before I read. Before I met no, Ana Castillo I and Chetty Moraga. Before, yeah. I, I did mean to read, but yes, I guess before I met them, but you know, like my world had fallen apart. Like my white mm. structured male dominated world was like, I got, I don't know what to do with this. Right. I was thinking about becoming a, like my last foray was maybe becoming an Episcopal priest and working on some like <laughs> feminist activist things. And I just, it was the Chicana feminists that, um, brought me home, you know, like, um, and so I just, I'm so grateful. And they reminded me about basically, this is like another pop culture, like Black Panther moment, like, you know, show them who you are. Like, uh. I felt like very much like clearly like, this is who you are. Like it's in you, you know? And so, yeah. um, it's for them that I say, you know, that being Brown and being like having a vulva, like save me, you know, like, yeah. cause there's, there was a, a place a place to go, um, a family to be a part of, you know? Yeah. Um, I think um, I'm thinking, you know, how you talked about your grandparents and they had such, it sounds like they had such solid grounding yeah. um, that obviously your, <laughs> your evangelicism did not convert them, right? Because they were so grounded and firmly understood where, you know, where they were at. Um, and Oh, where was I going with this? <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, it just yeah. has me thinking like, um, uh, okay. So ancestors it has me thinking of ancestors yeah. and, yeah. you know, there's often this talk and, and I think in one of our last episodes, the one where we talked about you getting hurt and there's off. So Christian doctrine mm -hmm. gets weaponized. Yeah. Right. Jesus gets weaponized. Yeah. La Virgen gets weaponized, right? Yeah. Them in and of themselves are not necessarily the problem. It's the ways in which they get weaponized by white men. Agreed. Um, and I think we can, we have to be careful of sometimes the way our ancestors can get weaponized against us Ooh. in a similar way, right? Like we have to appease the ancestors. We Ooh, have to, take it you there, know, Renee. I mean, take it there. I think it's something that I'm working through. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's just, I don't want to believe that I, we said this in our last episode. I don't want to yeah. believe that our ancestors are waiting to punish us if we don't do the things that they want us to do. I just don't think that that's, the way that it works. I yeah. think that that's a regurgitation of yeah. sinful mm -hmm. um, Christian ideology, right? Like to say, well, if you don't follow these rules, you're going to get punished. I, I don't even, I'm aware of like this. That sounds just so awful. Well, I think thinking about the afterlife. When you talk about the ancestors being there, like, like I'm thinking of uh, Coco for some reason. A mama well, Imelda is I'm like, I'm thinking in. Of, of you when you said you got hurt and you're like, oh, is this the ancestors trying oh, to tell me? Oh, totally. You know, and I'm like, I don't think the ancestors are going to make you yeah. break your leg in order to learn a lesson. Like, I just don't think it works. That's what I mean. Right. Yeah. Like this idea of, totally. you know, and anyway, so I think that. But that's just the same way we don't want to, to like this punitive, right? The punitive. punitive, yeah. Just the same way we don't want to idolatrize—is that a word? I I don't I I don't like make we, idols, make idols of these Christian yeah gods. Yeah, we also you know our ancestors are also humans. Yeah, or they were humans, right? Or yeah. they they have some form of humanity, and so I don't. You know, which is why we're always very clear when we call in the ancestors to call in our well ancestors, right? Those who have yeah. our best intentions yeah. at heart, those who have done some healing work yeah. in this life or beyond, yes. right? Like we're not calling because there's probably ancestors who are doing crazy shit. Like who knows? We don't know. Or they did crazy shit in their lives. I mean, you, you yeah. can't be mestiza and not have some problematic ancestors, right? But those are not the ancestors we're calling in. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. No, those are not. not the ones that we're we're dealing with here. But I think it's just to say we need to be careful. Like we're not calling in hauntings. Right, right, right. <laughs> we I think we need to be careful about yeah. 
not again reimagining <sighs> that relational dynamic that we had to Christian doctrine to any kind of other practices of spirituality, right? So, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know. I think that's just my thing of like, I think we, um, or even when talk when people talk about God as oh God is going God punished the earth or blah blah blah. Yeah, I don't see God a punitive. Like, I just yeah. don't, my God is not punitive. My ancestors are not punitive, right? I, I just, I don't get down with that in any way, shape, or form. I mean, I think humanity kind of- fucking sucks. Yeah. I think humans are punitive and humans suck. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, I think it's what we talked about, like that same pastor, priest, person who says, like, if you don't do this, you'll be punished. Like, they're the ones who are the greedy, you know, and the bullies. Yeah. They're the ones doing the punishing, you know, like yeah. it's them, you know, not. And I think, mm-hmm. so positive, let's, okay, what are we positively? When we talk about ancestors and having altars to ancestors, right? Yeah. Um, And, you know, even when we're like making offerings to ancestors, it's yeah. not coming from a place of fear. Yeah. It cannot, yeah. that's, I think, the big difference, yeah. right? Christianity is like, oh, we're giving tithing because if we don't, something might happen to us. Yeah. Right. Rather than saying, I'm going to have this altar to my ancestors from a place of love. Yeah. From a place of I, yeah. you yeah. know, I have my my dad up there because to me, that's a way of keeping his spirit. Yeah. Not necessarily alive, but his spirit no. connecting to that his spirit. Yeah. Right. We want to maintain those connections. And so we're creating these altars from a place of love, not from a place of fear and guilt. I think. There's so much where to go. With where this, do we? But, but how do we unpack this? I, I think we're in the process, and I think we're going to come yeah. back to this conversation. It makes me think of Love Virgin of Guadalupe, like yeah. how much of a symbol she means of like basically that too. But people can take that also. We really want to, I think, lean into a place of like we're like this is the language I'm trying to use with Jaguar too. You're good. You're, you're yeah. a good kid. We're a good, like we are innately we're whole, good. we are innately like whole and magical. And, to, and then to see the world from that place um, and the people who we love and, and much more. I know I was thinking about American gods, that Neil Gaiman book and television show, but that's another episode too. <laughs> well, I think I, I want to make clear too that all of this, we're still unpacking, right? Yeah. We're still working through, you know, so a lot of stuff we said is just us thinking out loud. It's just us trying to figure out where do we stand on this? How do like we, I still question myself. How do, am I following a cult? Am I perpetuating cult like behavior? Like, you know, and it's just kind of being aware of that and working through all these things, which I think is part of healing and part of the lifelong journey. And then because we're invested in giving our kids something. So we want to give them the best tools possible to be able to not get, you know, do to yeah. not get sucked into things that end up being um, harmful, you know? So I think it's, yeah, we're just, we're, we're still working through it ourselves. We're just trying to share, I think, where we're coming from and what our observations have been based on our life experiences and based on what we also our expertise. I am so grateful um, for you, Amiga, because, um, and I think we do this for each other, you know, there's moments we'll, we'll come to each other and ask this question. And it's basically a question about, am I in cult mindset? <laughs> yeah, like. Am I, how can I get free, you know? And I think we help each other. And this is where I think the podcast is birthed from. Yeah. And I guess I'm also hoping that you all have someone that you can talk to, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, is the podcast has been so healing in that because anytime we have a conversation, you're like, oh, we got to get a podcast. <laughs> um, but I think we- next topic, perimenopause. Yeah. <laughs> Season six. <laughs> I was thinking how when they said HRT, I was like, you mean critical race theory? And it was no help. <laughs> Hormonal replacement therapy. Oh, yeah. Season six, I think, is going to be super fun. So thank you so much for joining Um, this in our conversation. Is there anything else? I think, I mean, this is, yeah, this is the end of season five. I I think, um, I don't know. I I don't know when we started if we thought that we'd be here. here. 
Um, wow. But this kids. season in particularly felt really nice. I think it was getting back to basics, yeah. back to our like core, and also utilizing the notoriety that we had to bring on guests who just like community just you know came they, yeah they were like and it, it was so easy to get guests this time around and keep yes. it real simple and keep it real basic and just yeah. it be you know having conversations and, yeah and that felt really nice and so if y'all want to invite us on your podcast we'd love to be <laughs> interviewed too yes and it's kind of fun and and let's see what season six will will bring us so exciting um, i'm excited thank you all right Mwah. thanks bye intro and outro song is called foreign fog by the corner house a band that features our dear friend danelia arechica oh, vengo a